1: Absolutely no sense, and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, 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 good, morning, good, good people. Morning. people. It is Wednesday, December the 7th, 2022. Y'all decided to wake out last up with Ray G. And for that, appreciate y'all being in the building. Shout out Fizzle Dollars for the intro song that y'all hear right here on uh, on the channel. Who we got in the building, man? Dynasty Berry, good morning to you. How you doing, my friend? DB, uh, Big Shy in the building. Uh, my dog, Fizzle Dollars, as all Always was popping, baby. How you doing, family? Fizzle in the building. Um, life like a fish. Fifty-eight in the building. Seven goat rings. Marlon, Adam, Leo, Marlon, Robert Holland. Uh, another Marlon. Matt Bruning, Rico Stone, Patrick. Man, it's a good show. It's gonna be a good show. We gonna talk some dynasty trades today. But first and foremost, we gotta get to the money. Shout out to prospects. Use the promo code Wake Up for a one hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Get in. NFL action, playoffs is coming, college football playoffs, NBA, eSports, all that good stuff. Use the promo code Picks. 100% deposit match, up to $100. And tis the season for gifts, baby. Go give somebody some Michelle Adoro coffee, man. Stop getting them that bullshit from Walmart, Target, Starbucks. Go to USA.com, get you those beans, get some nice uh, porcelain uh, Italian-made coffee mugs, get you some of that good coffee, and send that to a loved one. This holiday season, 15% off with the promo code wake up. And yes, I am drinking some today. I know people be thinking we be faking, but I got the coffee in the cup Need it this morning. It's going to be a good show, but I got to, um, Jay Rich is in the building. Got to take a sip. Mm. I got the hat on the day that y'all always talk about. The hat is on the head, but I got to rant for a minute. I got, I got to ask y'all a question, man. And I, I need everybody in here to, to chime in. All right. I need everybody to chime in because, I've been thinking about this, Jay. I've been thinking about this because, you know, as we approach this uh, NFL draft season, this rookie class, we've already had a bunch of players return back to school. We've got some interesting announcements. And I think one of the biggest announcements that was made that we actually needed to happen for this 2023 rookie class was Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson declaring for the NFL draft. Anthony Richardson, uh, six foot four, two 235 pounds, I have asked people that work at the Draft Network. We've been sniffing around in these NFL circles. What might Anthony Richardson potentially do at the combine? And it's hands down, he's going to be an absolute freak. Potentially crack sub four four. B 235, five, two hundred and forty pounds. We know that he's only got one season as a starting quarterback in college football here at the uh, here in the SEC. So my question to everybody out there, because I see I see a lot of takes on Anthony Richardson. Not good, uh, can't throw, completion percentage is bad, yada, yada, yada. I mean, he's throwing to Ricky Pursaw, he's throwing to uh Justin Shorter, throwing to a bunch of cast of cats that we don't know that are probably never gonna do anything in the NFL. My question to everybody out there is: what do you want? Is a hit considered. Being right at the very beginning, aka um, the draft capital or the ability for that quarterback to start from day one. When I look at Anthony Richardson, when I look at Bryce Young, when I look at CJ Stroud, and you just go back in history, right? We saw this happen with Justin Fields this year. We've watched this happen with Justin Herbert to a degree during his rookie season, with Tua this year, with, uh, you know, with Lamar Jackson, with Josh Allen. If you guys ask me, in three years, which quarterback do I have the most faith in becoming an absolute monster at the next level? If the development is there, you know, if if the landing spot is right, and definitely if given the draft capital, there's no doubt in my mind the quarterback that I would want out of anybody in this 2023 class is Anthony Richardson. Now, I say that knowing good and well, he is probably the least prepared to walk into an NFL team in the fall, in August, in September, and take snaps under center. I I, I think, realistically, I think Bo Nix is probably more equipped from day one to step under center. You don't want either of them doing it. But the point is, we, we sit here and we listen to all these analysts, you know, uh, Bryce Young is one, C.J. Stroud is two, Bryce Young is two, C.J. Stroud is one. But in three years from now, if the ceiling in the upside is undoubtedly leaning in the favor of Anthony Richardson— Why is it so taboo or why is it so off the beaten path to say he's my QB one? And if you say that, it's like we know he's not going to be the guy from day one. It's like the safe choice, the safe, easy, uh, low-hanging fruit is just to say Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are one and two in the class. We know they're going to get – here's the thing. You know they're probably going to be the first two quarterbacks off the board. You know they're most assuredly going to get the first-round draft capital. But I've asked people time and time again, three years, five years from now – Who do you want at quarterback? Which quarterback gives you elite ceiling type upside? And the the answers that I continue to get are Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. So as we approach this draft season, I want you guys to ask yourselves, what are you more concerned with? Having the starter from day one, a.k.a. Mac Jones, started from day one, right? Starting quarterback in New England from day one, but then you look down the line a year and a half, two years later, and there's no doubt in your mind You want Justin Fields. And one of the things that I think Dynasty gamers are going to have to grapple with this year are those misses. The misses on Justin Fields, right? It started off slow. He didn't look the best early on. There was a moment in time where people said he was the fifth best quarterback in the class. Tua, people thought he was dead. Josh Allen, and I won't repeat the big-name analysts that shit on Josh Allen after his year-two season, said he would never become anything. The completion percentage was awful. People were doing that with Jalen Hurts last year, and now you look at Allen, you look at Hurts, you look at Lamar, you look at Tua, you look at Herbert, you look at Fields, and I'm thinking to myself, damn, dude, maybe there should have been a level of patience afforded to quarterbacks like this. So as I approach this 2023 class, I don't have any grades yet, I don't have any rankings or any of that, but I'm not ranking what I think the NFL is going to do because the NFL gets it wrong more than anybody, right? I'm going to be evaluating these prospects, these quarterbacks in particular, as to on my dynasty roster in two years from now, which one of these players are going to be an absolute difference maker. I don't, at this moment, I don't think that's C.J. Stroud. I don't think he's some difference maker at the NFL level. I think he's a good quarterback. I'm not saying C.J. Stroud is bad, but when I look at the talent and skill set of Anthony Richardson, he's probably the most physically gifted quarterback that we've seen coming to the NFL since Cam Newton, and that's more physically gifted. You look at him, Ron... There's a difference between him and Jalen Hurts. For for everything that Lamar is, which is an MVP, great. Y'all know I love me some Lamar Jackson, but he ain't 6'3", 240 pounds, running a 4'4", right? He's, he's fast, but he's not Anthony Richardson. The arm strength, the mobility, the size, the youth, everything is there with A. Rich. All it's going to take is for one team to buy into him, which I think he's going to get top 50 draft capital, and when it's all said and done, he's probably going to be a first-round pick. So I just want y'all to talk to me. What's more important— being right on draft day, being right in April, and being right in May because your favorite quarterback was, in fact, the quarterback one off the board. thats You don't need to pay nobody for that shit, man. You don't need to pay anybody to tell you that C.J. Stroud's probably going to be a top 10 pick. But talk to me about which players are going to be difference makers for your team, for your franchise, two, three years down the line. And right now, where I sit today on December 7th, 2022, that guy's Anthony Richardson for me. And probably when it's all said and done— given the draft capital, right? If he goes out there and gets drafted in the fourth round, no, he's not going to be QB one, but going into the process, when I'm looking about the quarterback that has that type of difference making ability, no doubt in my mind, that's Anthony Richardson for me at the top of the draft. So just had to get that off my chest real quick. Cause I see a lot of shit out there on a rich. And uh, I think it's a short-sighted view on a process. That's sort of long-term. We're not playing for one year, especially with quarterback. We're not playing two years, especially quarterback. But now Year two, year three, you get you a cat like that on your hands, a Jalen Hurts, a Josh Allen. It's, it means everything for your fantasy football rosters. Jay, how you doing this morning? And what are your thoughts on one Anthony Richardson and his ceiling upside potential at the next level?
0: Man, okay, Ray, that was some I good need, I need you to almost, come. We don't need you to do, do all that.
1: Come in, say the thing. We don't need all. Just come on, man. What are you doing? You don't have to take me off the screen. The thing with
0: A-Rich, right, you, you hit on all the points. I was watching the highlights. He looks great. Um, he's got a high ceiling if he hits, and if he doesn't hit, he flames out. People are going to make the Trey Lance comp, and that's fine. But I mean, for me, I don't know where I stand with him right now. I think it's hard to evaluate him as a prospect. You know, we expect him to come in and have a better season. You know, we talk about drafting tools and the NFL drafts tools, but it's hard to ignore some of the really bad things we saw from him. But we also saw a lot of great things. So I think, like you mentioned, it'll be very polarizing how he ultimately. Gets evaluated, who evaluates him, how wide his splits and range of outcomes could be. I think it just comes down to your risk tolerance, your construction, your build, and ultimately how much you believe in the kid. Because I think whether you're a dynasty game or an NFL franchise, you have to believe in this kid if you think he can succeed, at which point maybe he will. But if you don't believe, there's no point of taking the risk because you're probably never going to believe in him long term if you don't believe in him now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just getting a chance to look at the comments and uh, it's going to be interesting, man. It's um, it's 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 definitely going to be interesting because he's going to be a freak at the NFL Combine. He's going to run fast. He's going to be big. He's going to have the rocket arm. Everything that I'm hearing from people in Florida, he's going to ace the interviews. Uh, good kid, no kind of issues. It's it's maturation, man. Like football isn't just like you get drafted and then all of a sudden. I think we've been spoiled by Herbert, by Burrow. These cats coming sure. in from day one. Jay, I mean, literally going into the draft last year. There were people and I have receipts that were like, "Oh my god, Philly should draft Sam Howell with one of their first round picks." I still don't believe in Jalen Hurts. You still got fucking people out here. I don't think Lamar is a long-term answer. He's still like these these yeah. these narratives continue to to present themselves. And by miss with Justin Fields, so someone talking about Justin Fields, um people are saying Justin like Like, let's not get it twisted, man. There were people who at the beginning of this year were like, I'm out. Like, I don't want nothing to do with him. Like, you can't throw I'm out. And now all of a sudden, he's Dynasty QB4 or 3 or whatever it is. And yes, Jeff, you can make the same argument about Will Levis. I asked my colleagues at the Draft Network, three years from now, what quarterback would, if you were the GM, what quarterback would you stake your hat on? All of them. Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, Damien. Everybody that works at the Draft Network, that's what they do. All of them said either Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. Nobody said Bryce really? Young. Nobody said C.J. Stroud. Nobody said anybody other than Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. So uh, I-, I think this is going to be a fascinating draft cycle, Jay. There's not going to be any consensus anywhere outside of Bijan John mm. Robinson. Outside of B. John Robinson as, as, as running back one. I don't think there's going to be any consensus, and I'm just going to say it right now. I'm going to just put it on. I'm going to get Jay Rich off the screen because I don't want him to be a part of this take. I'm going to say it right now. If Anthony Richardson gets top 50, I'm not even saying first round, top 50 draft capital, he gets Jalen Hurts draft capital or higher, which I think he will, he is the 102 in Superflex, period. Bijan Robinson, Anthony Richardson, those are the first two players that should come off of your board in rookie drafts. Now with that, Let's pivot off of me, get into Jay rich and get into straight facts.
0: The biggest news in the world of sports
1: covered and brought
0: to you by one man, Jordan Richards. This is straight facts presented by Michelle Adorno. All right. Well, I guess I don't need to tell you, but um, Anthony Richardson actually did declare for the 2023 <laughs> NFL draft. Um, yeah, Keyshawn Boutte will be staying in college to everyone's kind of surprise. I'm not, really sure how, I'm not really sure how that happened, but maybe he's getting paid a shitload of money to stay, at which point I don't really blame him. I think this is a follow that we may see in the college ranks for some really high-end players. Drake May was the one who probably has massive NIL offers to leave North Carolina. So there are a lot of things that come into factor here. So Keyshawn Boutte staying was a bit of a surprise, a bit of a hit to the 23 class. But we do get Richardson, so that's just fine. But in the NFL world, Lamar Jackson, is dealing with a PCL strain so we will see the status of him going forward because we don't really know week to week what that means for him long term we will see it will be Tyler Huntley more than likely this week he's doubtful to play this week Jimmy Garoppolo does not have a Liz Frank injury so we'll see his status he could be back in seven to eight weeks which would be the divisional round or the conference championship so we'll see I don't expect to see him but Brock Purdy leading them all the way down there just to bench him I don't know about that. Darren Waller's on track to play in week 15, so we'll see that probably against the Patriots. Potentially, he's going to come off IR. We'll see if he's actually able to play. The Titans fired their GM, and right I don't know if you saw this, but A.J. Brown put out a Terminator shirt right after this game, and he got I fired. Did so not that caused bit of a controversy with A.J. Brown releasing a shirt of, of him as the Terminator right around the same time the Titans (laughs) fired their GM and he put up two touchdowns at 100 yards on them. That was pretty funny. Jerry Jones is not confident in Odell Beckham's ACL recovery and where he's at in his development right now. So there may be a chance the Cowboys don't sign him, especially to a long-term contract he's looking for. But we'll see what happens with that. Nathaniel Hackett said that the team plans to use Greg Dolchich in multi-tight end sets as a wide receiver. So that is great if you do own Greg Dolchich. Joe Mixon potentially could clear concussion protocols today. We're going to wait on the status on him. And then Corlin Sutton said said to be day-to-day with his hamstring injury, and Baker Mayfield, Ray, was claimed off of waivers by the Los Angeles Rams, and no one else put in a claim, so they just burned their number four claim, not that they have anything to lose. They're a terrible franchise right now, and they're going nowhere, and I don't think Baker Mayfield changes that for them, but at the end of the day, they don't have their first-round pick, so what they're playing for is to basically make the first-round pick of the Lions a little bit worse, and that's about it. Yeah, Yeah. news-wise, that's pretty much all the things that happen. We're waiting on a lot of injury stuff from, uh, you know, practice reports, see who's coming back, who's in, who's out, and we'll have a lot more news for you guys on Friday.
1: You think, um, let me just ask you, like, your opinion. I asked the people in the Discord, man. Shout out. Get in the Discord, patreon.com forward slash all gas. Do you think Baker Mayfield is done, done? Like, career over, done, done, never a chance to start. Just, Just cure it. I would love to see him in the booth, man. He's fantastic could, on camera. I would Could love you give to see me an
0: over/under for games played? I would say no, not not over. But I think we're like, I think he's got like six or seven games left to prove it. Like, I think he's got those one come? more six shot or seven in. Games him. Where
1: in 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 LA and In another team? Mm-hmm. Like, what team is going to sign him to be the guy? Nobody. No, not the guy, but he. But at this point, he's going to have to sign
0: to be the backup, right? Um, mm-hmm. At which point, maybe he get another opportunity somewhere. That, that, that's right. I'm not sure if he's done, done, but we're almost there, right? Like to your point, we're almost at done, done. I think he's got one more shot in him, though. One more yeah. shot, but not yeah. a long one, like you mentioned, right? A short leash, maybe another isolated opportunity. Uh, what I saw, I think Schefter reported this that. If the like with the Rams claiming him, if he signs somewhere else in free agency, they could get a
1: compensatory pick, which is really the only reason. Oh, Jeff, you wild man. Jeff, you wild. No thank you. you. Wild boy. Jeff said, "Destination, you got to sign him. Get to a show, Jeff. We got trades to get to, man. Um, News wise, that really sucks for Lamar. Um, You know, sucks for those of us going to fantasy playoffs with Lamar Jackson as the quarterback. I mean." That's the the biggest X factor in the stupid game that we play is injuries. Right. And to the Anthony Richardson point, all I want to say is it's, we always, we always talk about group think and everybody just, that shit happens every year, bro. Like, because everybody else says it, that's what it should be. You know, you look yeah. back at, at, you just look through the course of history, man. And, I'm just like, if, if there's a freak like him that competed in the SEC that gets the draft capital, I'm not, I'm not following the trend. I, I would not rather have C.J. Stroud. If Anthony Rich, I'm, I'm fine. And if I miss, I fucking missed, man. I missed on Jared Goff 2.0. And that's not a slight on C.J. Stroud, but I think that's the type of quarterback that he is. Goff threw for 4,000 yards back-to-back season, I think 4,600 yards. That doesn't mean he can't be good, but I want to swing for the fences. And you get an athletic freak like this, enter the NFL with the draft capital coming out of the SEC. Okay, I missed on Jordan Addison. Big deal. Like you know what I mean. In the grand scheme yeah. of things, is he Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson? No. But we we always we we condemn analysts for just conforming to what everybody else says. And if anybody has uh, a unique thought, a differing opinion from the masses, as long as it's well founded and grounded in some sort of you know rationale or reason. Like, you should respect folks for that. Whether you agree or disagree, I'm not here to convince you on that. Some people, I know some people who are just out on him. They're like, man, he's a 50% completion percentage guy. Yes. I want nothing to do with him. But for me, the way that I dynasty, I'm good. I'm not saying you have to take him at 102. But in my opinion, what have I been saying all the time about this class, Jay? For me, this draft class was B. John Robinson, and then everybody else I have no problem trading 102, 103, 104, I'll move back. I'll get Kendra Miller. I'll get Chase Brown in the second. Um, I think that if if he does what I think and the hype that will be surrounding this kid going into the draft, I think that puts him in the category to be 101, Bijan Robinson, 102, Anthony Richardson. And when you draft him, you just park him on the bench. You put him in the bank like a 401k yeah. and you don't think about it, right? Because he's not going to play right away. He shouldn't play Right away. You probably gonna have to sit on that asset. But that should be baked into the process of selecting the kid. But I'm standing by it, man. Like from what I've seen now, in my early convictions, right? Early convictions is uh I would take him. I think he should be in consideration for that one oh two spot. Jameer Gibbs, he's good, but am I taking Gibbs over a fucking Kunami code quarterback that gets the draft capital? No, I'm not doing it. Like I won't do it. And if I miss on Jameer Gibbs. Fine. I missed on Jameer Gibbs. He's not Alvin Kamara. He's not going to be Alvin Kamara. He's got a great skill set. I love Gibbs, but I'm not passing on a rich at the top, man. But, you know, this is as we approach this draft season, all I'm going to tell everybody out there, whether you're an analyst, whether you're a fan, whether you're consumer content, man, be open minded. Don't don't follow groupthink conventional wisdom. Don't do that shit. I'm done doing that, Jay. I'm not doing that anymore, man. Like, I'm going to stick to what I know, stick to what I trust, and if I'm right, I'm right, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. People thought I was batshit crazy for, for Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts is a better passer than Lamar Jackson. Jalen Hurts, I trust the development and progression. Look, go read the comments. Ray is crazy, and now today, people are, oh, this is the NFL MVP, you know? And I'm not yeah. saying that's the outlook for A. Rich, but when you look at a unicorn, you can't compare him to Aaron Rodgers. You can't compare him to Drew Brees. You can only compare him to other unicorns. Vince Young, Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Josh. Those are those are the people that he's most his play style most resembles. And in my opinion, that's pretty good company, Jay. But we got some trades to get to. And let's start off with some rocky ones, man. Your boy, Russell Wilson, is the first trade that we're going to take a look at. And we're going to talk about how low this Russell Wilson value is. All right. All right. Russell Wilson. Here we go. Let's pull it up got this deal right here. Jay, read read off this trade. What do we got? What do we have right here?
0: We got Russell Wilson being traded for Kyle Allen, a 2023 5th and a 2023 4th round pick. Ray, is there any world where you would trade Russell Wilson for a spot
1: start in Kyle Allen and a 4th and 5th round pick? This is pick? wild. This is this is <laughs> Jay, this is absolute insanity, man. That's crazy. And I'm not even some big Russell Wilson fan. I, 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 I You know, we keep saying Russ can't be this bad. He's got to be—he very well may be this fucking bad. He looks yeah. awful. I, we keep making these excuses for him every week. Oh, it's Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, it's the OC. Oh, it's the offensive line. Oh, it's his wide receiver core. Maybe it's fucking Russell Wilson. Maybe it's just Russell Wilson. Yeah. Maybe he just stinks, right? But, Jay— Let's be real here, man. Ain't no damn way I'm moving him for a fourth, a fifth, and Kyle Allen. You you might as well. I would have been. You would have been better off trading him for Fab than these picks. Legit. Like you would have been Go better off. Get yourself Brock Purdy. Tra- <laughs> you would have been. I don't even. I, you would have been better off trading him for Brock Purdy, uh, Baker Mayfield, anything, anything other than Kyle. A- Let's get off of this one. That's wild. What good trade? That's a twelve-team super flex at that. Jay. twelve-team. Freaking super flex! He gets traded for that. All right, had to had to tee it up with your boy. All right, let's go to this one right here. We got AJ Brown being acquired for Calvin Ridley, Nick Chubb, Isaiah McKenzie. What side of the coin do you like, Jay? These are pretty easy so far. We gotta we gotta loosen it up. Get you get you going. Where you at, Jay? I want to give
0: Evan a shout out here because he did a great job getting probably my favorite receiver in the NFL in you love AJ you some Brown.
1: Chubb. I mean, AJ Brown. You love you some AJ like, Brown. You love you some AJ Brown.
0: You know, Calvin Ridley's my guy. You know, I've been a big You've Calvin a Ridley, Ridley fan for a long time. I got a lot of Ridley on a lot of teams, but yeah, it's A.J. Brown. No questions asked. $100 million man, wide receiver one, tied to a quarterback one in a great offense. Give me A.J. Brown.
1: Yeah, pretty simple. That's a good deal. I mean, if all I got to do is give up Isaiah McKenzie, Calvin Ridley, and Nick Chubb to get A.J. Brown, sign me the hell up, man. All right, we got another one right here. Let's check out one of our patrons, what they did. I see a little Olave in here. I see a a 24 first. It looks like a projected late first with his roster. Jay, uh, we got one side receiving Robert Woods, Julio Jones, and Chris Olave. So the classic uh, GQ trade, a bunch of junk with something of of value right here, Chris Olave. Uh, Then you get uh, on the other side, Jerry Judy, Sky Moore, Darnell Mooney, a late 24 first and probably a mid 2024 second round pick is the collection of these three wide receivers. Judy, Sky, Mooney, a late 24 fourth, first enough for you to part ways with Chris Olave. I
0: think it is. I think it. I think the upside of just Mooney and Judy alone is pretty close to what I'd expect weekly from Olave. Obviously in a best ball league, this is pretty easily the package side. Um, but in a lineup league, Ray, I'm curious if you would take Judy and Mooney over Olave and kind you of know like Sky that. You keep you.
1: ignoring Sky Moore. I don't I, you know he's me and Sky Moore more, offense. He's, I, even I don't he's more really, involved.
0: I, I'm fine trading for him as like a piece, but like I'm not really gonna comment on Skymore's outlook today, right? It it looks like what it is, which is very minimal. You get the first and second in a class that we really like and already getting more loaded by the day, right? More guys staying back to college, so that pick gets a little bit better. Keyshawn Boutte added to an already great class. I think I would consider the package, yeah. I mean, it's more of a tanking approach this season, but if you're fine taking that hit, then I think you're getting some pretty talented players in that package.
1: (sighs) Man, um... Uh, Chris Olave is the best player in this deal, no doubt about it. Uh, Robert Woods and Julio Jones just junk. I don't not even care about at. him. Chris Olave for the package. I mean, pfft. package is pretty solid. Like weekly, you think about from a I, weekly I, sample I, I, no, next here's, season, here's, you could
0: start Judy or Moody like most weeks.
1: I think this is a this is a great magic trick. Like this is a beautiful. It looks good. There's a lot of name on here. There's a lot of name and a lot of hope. Right. Uh, Judy, Sky Moore, Darnell Mooney. You weren't starting Darnell Mooney in lineup leagues. You were not doing that. You wanted no part of Mooney in your starting lineup because it was way too volatile. I think this is... This is... It looks like an overpay, I guess, in quotes. If Sky Moore develops into something, then fine. Um, But, man, I'm, I'm taking... I'm taking Chris so, Olave. So my
0: my question for you, Ray, is because so what I see from this trade as well, and I understand your 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 premise on face value, but do you think you could move that package for more than Chris Olave or a player you may like more than Chris Olave? Because yeah. I think you probably could. Like I think this collection of assets could get you a player that maybe isn't Chris Olave, maybe. but another player you really like as well, right? Yeah. So if you did move Olave, you can't move them straight up, move them for the package, and then move the similar package for. A player you do want I, and that's the only reason why i think from a value standpoint it's decent like it's a pretty decent trade
1: i still would rather Olave, jay i i hear you i hear you but i don't i don't i mean Olave is what a top 10 dynasty wide receiver right now top eight dynasty yeah, wide he receiver is, he
0: is. i love i love Olave. i think he's great i just don't let, know let if, me, I, if he deserves this. to be up I, there i long want term y'all to right? hear
1: me out with this real real talk because i think you're right jay but i also think this is the classic case of the the tier that I'm starting to coin. A lot of name, not a lot of game. There's a lot of name in this bottom package. Mooney, Moore, Judy, the second, the first. But you're not starting any of them cats in a lineup league over Chris Olave. 10 out of 10 times you're rolling with Olave. Every time. Yeah, right? yeah. At 24 first is enticing because we like the class. But Jay, real talk, man. I I, I think I maybe you can get a better receiver than Olave. Maybe. Maybe. You're not getting Jalen yeah. Waddle for that, I don't think. You're not getting Probably you not. Get T Higgins. I man, I think I think it's Chris Olave, man. I, I think it's okay. I, I think this is a good way to get a good player, is to sell a bunch of name that doesn't have a lot of game, and you can go get you a good player like Chris Olave. I, I want the Olave side of this deal, man. So if that's the cool. side our boy was on, that's the side of the trade that I like, man. That's that's that is the side of the trade that I like. All right, let's talk a little bit. James Cook, one QB, oh. PPR, 14 teams. One QB, 14 teams. So no super flex. Wow. So the running back and skill position players value um, is a little, is, is much more inflated. So we've got James Cook for Devin Singletary, essentially. Um, what happened?
0: Aaron Judge is going to sign a nine-year deal for $360 million with
1: the Yankees. Is that a big deal?
0: My, yeah, man, that's pretty big. Is that big if money that's true?
1: Is that big money? Yeah, it's pretty big money, man. Nine okay. years
0: three sixty for Aaron Judge. I didn't think he'd get it from the Yankees. I thought they're gonna cheap out, but oh
1: man. Call it me surprised. All right, all right. There Look we go. Breaking that. breaking news on this breaking show. Airs. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Now back to the trade. James Cook or Devin Singletary and Jeff Wilson.
0: I think the answer is probably James Cook, but if you're trying to win, I don't mind getting Wilson and Singletary for Cook. But Cook looked damn good this week. And if he continues to ascend, man, you know that initial love for James Cook in Buffalo, where it was at, it kind of died down a little bit. But another week, and he's going to be way up there, right? He could yeah. he could come on really, really, really strong at the end of the season and ha- have his dynasty value be very high coming soon. And you know I love Mechie. He hasn't done anything yet, but we'll see when he comes back. But I think James Cook is interesting buy for those two players because even Singletary, I believe free agent at the end of the season, could be gone in Buffalo, at which point I don't know where the hell he's playing. And Jeff Wilson, kind of the same
1: story. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh let's go to a next. Ooh, we let's talk about it, Jay. What we got? What we got? Let me see if we got the settings in this one. This is a twelve team PPR superflex. Start 10. Start 10. Need them studs. Start 10. Talk to me, Jay. What what yeah. are you doing here? What are you doing so here, you're, Jay? So you're telling me I'm
0: getting Patrick Mahomes. And I'm assuming that's Jamison Williams. No, that's right? Jamal. That's J- running back. Oh, I don't oh. think Jamal plays running back. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Jamal Williams is still good, though. Not worth the first, but I would take Patrick Mahomes and Jamal Williams for trade? Lamar Jackson. People are what are the, what's the trade? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes and Jamal Williams for Lamar Jackson and a 23 first. Projected 102, 103. If it's not 101, I don't really care. Give me
1: Patrick Mahomes. Well, let me and let me clear. I I feel like I gotta be like super crystal clear. It's that. I'm seeing people. Uh, my girl Joe said, "Now all of a sudden, no one is worth taking except Bijan." See, that's not what I said. Is that is that what I've said, Jay? Hey, is that what I've said that no. no one's worth taking? I said what my comment is is for me. I have no problem trading back out of the pick that's not Bijan Robinson. It's not that no one is worth being taken after Bijan Robinson. This is why you join the Discord, patreon.com forward slash all gas. I've been saying this for months. This is not some new revelation. What I've been saying is if I don't have the 101, I have no problem trading back to the second round, to the late first, because the class is good. The class is deep. There are 10, 11, 12 running backs that I think are going to have a role at the next level. I think this wide receiver class is a little bit weaker. There's a lot of seniors. Boutte coming back. It does hurt the class a little bit. But it doesn't mean that no one is worth taking. I'm just fine with somebody else who wants to pay the premium for 102 or 103 coming up and me moving back. Let's just be very clear about my words. Yeah. I don't want anybody to confuse what I'm saying that no one is worth taking after Bijan Robinson. I'm just comfortable this year because the class is so deep at those skill position players, especially running back, that I'm okay with moving back in the draft. And I don't have to make that selection at 104 because I don't think there's a big difference between the running back I'm getting at 104 and maybe the cat that I'm getting at 110. So I'm cool with moving back. So in this trade, if you're telling me I'm getting Lamar 102-103 102, 103 uh for Patrick Mahomes and Jamal Williams. Jay, I still want Patrick Mahomes. I want Patrick Mahomes. Superflex. Yeah. Give me Patrick Mahomes. I love Lamar. I think the 102, 103 is fantastic capital. It's a liquid asset that you can do a lot of things with. You can get somebody to come up and pay for that a rich for that Gibbs, for that Johnston, for that boot, or not Booty, for, for whomever, right? But I still want Patrick Mahomes. At this point, uh it's it's Patty Mahomes or bust, Jay. I, I just want him yep. in Superflex. My and I'm fine with the the, the Lamar 102 side. Like, yeah, you want to roll with that and do something with that 102, that's cool. But, damn, give me Patrick Mahomes in this side of the trade, Jay. Yeah, right. I think you made a good point here that that you kind of said without saying it, but the problem with a lot of rookie drafts
0: is you need to know where the tier breaks are. And after Bijan Robinson, there's not going to be a lot of people wanting to trade up to 102, 103, more likely than not, because like you said, there will be a massive tier from maybe 102 to 107. And so you don't want to have picks that will be at the top of a tier. And if you can move down and kind of accumulate some more assets, you may want to do that. But that's part of what our draft strategy will be going into the draft is where are the tiers? Where do we want us to take our picks? It wasn't much different than this year. This year, I traded out a mid first, traded to the back of the first, and picked up more assets in the second round to take more shots on deeper players. And that worked out pretty well.
1: Yeah, and this is, uh, again, and I saw Joe say she wouldn't, and I'm I'm not being, I'm just saying this is a good class. Don't let anybody out there tell you the class is shit, because it's not. Like, there are, Jay, I'm looking at players like Evan Hall that are going to be mid to late seconds a-chain. Like, this is a deep class, man. Like, running back. Israel Abuket. Like, it's a good class. I don't know if we're getting and You know, we'll look back in three years and be like, oh, shit. How did we not have Rasheed Rice as a top 10, yeah. you know, rookie draft pick? He's an all pro, right? Like, I, if, if him or Hyatt. But it's deep, man. Like, don't let any. There might be only one Bijan John Robinson. But, yo, there's a lot of players that are going to go to the NFL. And we look at Damian Pierce and how good he is. Listen, I love my man. You know, Vu is my guy. He said yeah. it, man. Like, there's 10—I I don't know if there's 10 Kenneth Walkers, but there's a bunch of Damian Pierce's. There's a bunch of these, these Tyler Algiers. And plus yeah. in this class, man, it's very, very deep. It's a good class, but I would rather have Patrick Mahomes over Lamar in that pick. But the class is good. Don't let anybody tell you different. Yeah. The class is good. I think once we get to 2024— You've got some maybe higher elite talents with the you know potentially Raheem Sanders, Marvin Harrison Jr., yep. Caleb Williams. This class is fucking deep. Don't get it twisted. It is deep, deep class. It's a good class. All right, Jay. Let's uh, let's see what else we got. Let's see what else we got. Where's our pin tweets? Let's see what we got. What do we have right here? Oh, everyone's favorite little ETN. Can y'all see that? Can you see that, Jay? It's kind of small. I can't see it. Can you? You'll you have can't to read see it. it? Uh, let's zoom, oh, man. All right. Well, that's good. got T. Higgins and a 2023 second. Or Travis Etienne. This is easy for me. I want ETN. Really? Yeah. Why would I want T. Higgins?
0: You want T. Higgins over ETN? I mean, the yes. second is
1: great, but it's just a second. Yes. Yes, I do. This is pretty really? easy for me. T. Higgins in the second. This is a no-brainer. I want I want the stud wide receiver in the second round pick over Travis ETN. Like, why you 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 make it feel you make me feel like I'm crazy. Tell me tell me why you would rather. What did you mean? What is T Higgins? The tier I'm one just, wide receiver.
0: He he's okay. I mean, you guys, everyone says he's a tier one guy, but he's really like he's good, but he's not he's not Jamar Chase, but he's valued very highly. No one and you have Etn Etn who's a workhorse running back on a on an ascending offense and has zero competition. He's dealt with a couple injuries, been banged up, but you've seen the ceiling of Travis Etienne. And T. Higgins, for everything he's worth, he's a great wide receiver. I would not take him, even though you get a second-round draft pick, which, again, will be a dart throw Jay, at you're some being, position. You're,
1: you're dead ass right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: I would. I, I would If you offered me, you know my feelings on T. Higgins. I'm not that high on him. I think he's, he's a great producer. He's fantastic. But I don't, he's a wide receiver one. He he is fine. I think he's a good wide receiver, but he's not a guy that I want on my rosters, really, for better or worse. Give me ETN. I think he's a difference maker at the position, so I would take ETN. And the second Jay, I don't care about the second. I want the player that I think is the best player in the deal, who has the highest ceiling, and that is Travis ETN. The second round pick is it's great, but it's just a second round pick. It's not anything. It's not a first
1: round pick. But like I'm taking We just talked ETN. about how deep the class is. We just talked about World trade trading back, right? We just talked about yeah, this. but this is about ceiling, bro. This is about potential. I, I,
0: okay, you want Evan Hall on your roster. You want to get Chase Brown. That's great. When is he going to do anything for me? I don't know, but I'm taking Travis Etienne because I think he's the best player in the deal. If I got to get, I, I just gave up Damian Pierce in a second to get DeAndre Swift because I think that DeAndre Swift has a higher ceiling for me mm-hmm. and has higher upside. I think it's the same type of movement, right? It sounds crazy until you're like, damn. But if Travis Etienne hits his ceiling of being this like really superstar running back, then he's going to have a lot of upside. T. Higgins doesn't have that because he plays with Jamar Chase. Hmm. All
1: right. Well, we'll disagree on that one. I'm not going to go in too much. I will let YouTube handle you. YouTube justice will do its job with you, Jordan Richards. Um, let's talk about this one right here. Ash bash 99 acquired. Man, this this just feels like this feels like a junk deal if I've Holy ever shit. seen one. McCall Hardman, Elijah Moore, Javante Williams, a 23 first and a 23 second. For Saquon Barkley, Mark Andrews, and DeAndre Hopkins. You better not say the package on the top, Jay. Give me Saquon Barkley and Mark Andrews. I don't even care about DeAndre Hopkins. (laughs) Like this is these are deals. You offer this is why you offer this stuff, man. Package up all this, these, I'm not calling them cloggers, but package up all these lower-tiered players. I'll toss in a first. I'll even toss in a second, and you just kick me back old old Saquon Barkley. He's old, old, so old. He's 25. He's he's done in dynasty. He's too Washed. old. 25. Washed. Injury prone. Mark Andrews, DeAndre Hopkins, and all I'm giving up is let's say it's a mid-23 first. So you're giving up Jordan Addison, Zach Evans, Quentin Johnston, which l- like those players a lot, uh, J- J- uh, Javonta Williams, a 23 second, Elijah Moore, and McCall Hardman? Did did. This is a I would cla- probably, this is a, this I'd is probably a- give that up just for Saquon Barkley. Yeah, this, this is this is how you plant landmines, man. You send packages like this, some names, yeah. like Elijah Moore is a good name right now. Lot of name, not a lot of game. Lot of name, not a lot of game. Javante Williams' knee is shredded into pieces, right? We don't even know when he... I like him. I want Javante Williams, but I'm not trading Saquon Barkley, Mark Andrews, and DeAndre. How 96 smashed this deal. I don't... Like, I don't know. Okay, Patrick said, what if the first is one-on-one? Let's just make it a little interesting. That's B. John Robinson. B. John Robinson, Javante Williams, Elijah Moore, McCall Hardman in a 23-second. I still don't think it's enough. I don't. I don't Mark Andrews
0: is Mark Andrews is my tight end one in Dynasty. Like, he has a lot of value. Yeah. And then you still get Hopkins producing wide receiver, Saquon Barkley, elite running back in a great offense that's been using him a ton. I like Bijan, but damn, even if it's one on one, I'm probably still taking that side.
1: All right, what what do we got here, Jay? Brees Hall, Jarv- Jarvis Landry, and Brees Hall Don't for even AJ say Brown and Rashad Bateman. Don't even say Jarvis Landry. It's Brees Hall what? for uh, Brees Hall. Jarvis Landry dropped the damn touchdown pass on Sunday too. Did. Brees Hall, shout out to Miss McDaniel, Brees' mama, a frequent frequent visitor to Wake Up Show. Uh. uh For Rashad Bateman and A.J. Brown.
0: Give me A.J. Brown. Swole Batman, baby. Give me Swole Batman. Rashad Bateman, we'll see if he's any good. He's just a throw-in for me in this deal because he's injured. But, yeah, give me A.J. Brown for that package all day long. Ray, would you trade Brees Hall for A.J. Brown right now? I feel like people may not do that, but I think it's like a
1: slam-dunk deal. Would I trade my Brees Hall to get A.J. Brown right now?
0: Yeah, I love feel like you, Miss
1: Mc, McDaniel, but I, uh uh Brees has got to go. I'll get him back, Miss McDaniel. I promise you, we <laughs> will get him back. But for right now, um, in the foreseeable future, yes, I would trade Brees off for A.J. Brown. AJ Brown is a tier one slash bam tier wide receiver. He's incredible on a great offense, the number one. Just, that Philly offense is just beautiful. The way that those wide receivers complement one another, oh. uh Quez Watkins, the deep play threat, uh Smitty, just Good, good wide receiver, and then you got the freak in A.J. Brown. Yeah, man, give me A.J. Brown and Rashad Bateman, and Jay, I would trade my Brees off for A.J. Brown straight up, but I'm a wide receiver whore. I love wide receivers. I want to build around wide receivers. If you have not listened to Scott Connor's Roster Construction podcast, I want those guys. I need some BAM tier wide receivers, and A.J. Brown is that. Love him. Wish I had more shares of A.J. Brown, to be honest with you, Jay. Wish I had a lot more shares of A.J. Brown. Oh, my boy Dalton, Heisman tier member. Shout out Woo. Dalton. Let's see what he got done. He said he got this deal done. Jay, what do we have? Oh, Lamar? wait, he said, wait a minute. This says rejected. Hold on now. Oh, Dalton. He said the deal is done, but that, that says done. Re- it doesn't look like it's done, but let's talk about it. He said it's done. I think he's just trying to get on the show. This is, uh, let's hide that because this looks like bullshit. I, I'm not buying it, but what do we have right here, Jay? We have Lamar Jackson and a 24
0: first being received for Ezekiel Elliott and Kyler Murray. So, Ray, this kind of boils
1: down to Lamar easy. Jackson versus Kyler Lamar Murray, Jackson and then the you get first. the 24 first versus Lamar Ezek Jackson, Elliott. 24 first. Lamar Jackson, the yeah. 24 first. And I'm not Pretty buying easy. it that he got it done because it clearly <laughs> says rejected. Right here. So I need proof. He said he got it done, but uh, spacebound five, um, I need receipts because we you, we need more people. I don't believe you. All right. Jay, what do we have right here? Your boy, Zach Wilson. The, the, wow. Your QB2 in 2021. My QB2. Yes, Zach that's Wilson. right. All right. What
0: do we have? Dalton Schultz and a 2023 sixth round pick. Talk about worthless for <laughs> Zach Wilson and Khalil Herbert. I just want to know what someone was thinking when they took Dalton Schultz and a 2023 6 for Zach Wilson and Khalil Herbert. Right? If it's a, it must be like a two and a half, three point premium for these tight ends because I just don't know how you could give up Zach Wilson and Khalil Herbert for just Dalton Schultz.
1: Who plays in leagues where you have six round rookie picks? And I think it's a 10 team, team league at that. Um, I don't know, man. It's that's a waiver wire wonder so, right there. So I should, you would rather Zach Wilson and Khalil Herbert? I would. I'm
0: very close to saying I would prefer Khalil Herbert over Dalton Schultz, just straight up. Absolutely like I get, not. I I know you love Dalton Schultz, but he could be the next Austin Hooper. I'm just saying. But you do get Zach Wilson, so it makes the deal just fine.
1: You're a big Dalton Schultz fan. He's he's kind of getting outplayed by Jake Ferguson. I hate to tell you. He's not being outplayed by Jake Ferguson. You would one for one. You would take Khalil Herbert over Dalton Schultz. Depends on the build. Yeah, I have a couple of Dalton Schultz
0: shares that I would probably sell for Khalil Herbert. Yeah. Let me tell y'all and what certainly. Jay Rich does. Let certainly. me tell y'all
1: what Jay Rich does. He talks about all these things that he would do, and then if you offered it to him, oh, you're man, just, just mad because I like, didn't give you Justin Fields trade, for Mac Jones. I can't trade him. This is what he does. That that is. I I have known Jordan for almost four years now. He is the classic pump and will not do it. Like he is, he, he he does this, man. He does this. But um, no, I'm not trading Khalil Herbert straight up for Schultz. I honestly you don't. You get Zach Wilson,
0: man. You get as bad as
1: Zach Wilson is. It's a great buy
0: low. It's a great buy low. All you're trading away is Dalton Schultz. He's not. He's not that much. All right, different.
1: your boy. It's you, two of your boys here. This, this is, is a special. How do you for do this here? deal?
0: I'm. Oh, this is tough.
1: All right. All right. Marcus Mariota. And AJ Brown for Hollywood Brown and Deontay Johnson. Dynasty Jay. What are we doing?
0: I think it's gotta be AJ Brown and Mariota. Mariota may not be the future, he's but you're not. trading Marquise Brown, who I think is pretty talented, pretty good, should have a great future in Arizona as soon as they assume assuming they resign him. Deontay Johnson, who I love, but man, can you pick it? He's just yeah, he's not good enough yet. Yeah, I think in the long term you may be better with the package of Marquise Brown and Deontay, but give me the uh, the alpha and AJ Brown. You know I love AJ Brown. I think I got to take him in this. Th- this instance.
1: is um, I think this is another good deal to package up two big names or two bigger names in Hollywood Brown and Deontay Johnson and tear up to a truly, uh, by any means necessary, uh, Bam tier wide receiver in AJ Brown. I think this is a um, this this is a good. Th- I'd pay this for AJ Brown. I would pay. Hollywood oh, sure. and Deontay for A.J. Brown, no doubt about it. And would then, you add a second in? Would I add a second to get A.J. Brown?
0: Yeah, I think that makes it a little bit more balanced. Marcus Brown, Deontay it, Johnson, and a second for
1: A.J. Brown and Mariota. If that Like a 24 second? No, no, 23 second. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean I'd want something a little better back than Marcus Mariota, but uh, I'm fine with giving up Hollywood and Deontay. Those are two good players. I'm not... I'm not shitting on him. I know things are rough with Deontay right now with Kenny Pickett not scoring touchdowns. I know Hollywood Brown's been out for a while, the foot injury. Um, if I had to kick in a second to if if that was the if that was the only thing stopping this deal from going through, like, all oh, right, yeah. I really need a second. I really I I would start yeah. at a 24 second, and then if he's yeah. like ah, I'd be like a 24 second and a third, and then that yeah, probably yeah. gets it done. But if I had to give a 23 second, give me AJ. I just need AJ Brown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like AJ Brown. Oh, Is I know. A lot of AJ? What's up with A.J. Brown? Y'all dealing A.J. Brown? A lot of A.J. Brown trades uh, this morning. Ew, Jay. (laughs) Ew. All right, talk to me here, Jay. (sighs) Elijah Moore,
0: 23 first-round pick. Let's say mid for Joe Mixon and Jeff Wilson. Ray, would you take a 23 first and the corpse of Elijah Moore for your Joe Mixon and Jeff Wilson?
1: I mean... Who's the best... What's the best asset in this deal? Joe Mixon. I'd argue it's the 23 first. Okay. I'd take the first in Elijah Moore. Really? You'd sell Joe Mixon for a singular first? I'm going to assume... Wilson? I'm going to assume the team that did that, they're not competing. They're clearing off the running back off their roster. Mixon is good, but, I mean, he's yeah. going to be going into year six, or I believe he's going into year six, Joe Mixon. Um, yeah, it's not anti mixon It's just I want the more flexible, liquid, fluid asset in that 23 first, especially right now. This class is good. Uh, mixing, you know, maybe can help a team push for a playoff win. But I think the best player, the best asset in this deal is the 23 first. Elijah Moore like this season is just a it's, it's a failed season for him. But I think we all still have some hope that he can be a usable wide receiver in the NFL at some point. Jeff Wilson is literally like a this year play, Um, literally a this year play. So I think I'd rather have the pick any Elijah Moore over Joe Mixon and Jeff Wilson, Jay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with the take. I think if you are trading that type of package, you know, Joe Mixon and a producing running back like a Jamal Williams or something, I would probably not target Elijah Moore and go after another pick or, you know, something a little bit. Better in that deal. I think you could have got more for Mixon. Is really more oh what I was boy. saying. Oh
1: boy, um,
0: but it's interesting for sure.
1: Let's get you fired up and let's get the chat fired up. So this is a one QB ten team league. The first rounder will be one oh three. All right. So we have uh, it's kind of small down there, but we've got David Njoku and Joku in your boy T Higgins. The 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 fraudulent one. Just a, just a fraud, yeah, the fraudulent the one. Fraudulent you don't, one. there you go, yeah, right. go ahead and lean into it. You want to talk, you want to shit true, on T. Higgins, you lean into it. Let the people know I, you think T. Higgins Smart is good. Chase fraud. is back, baby. You don't think T. Higgins is good. You think he's just a, just the guy out there on the just outside. The just, just the guy. Just a guy. Lean into it. Yeah, let the people Love know how you feel about your boy Higgins. T. Higgins and, Je- and, and what's his name? David and David Njoku. 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 For the 103, a 23 third. A 25-third in Jeff Wilson. I'm
0: taking T. Higgins as David and Okay, it's not enough. It's not. <sighs> a, it's God. not enough. It's not enough. And, I literally and both was going like, to hit both of us like both of us like Njoku a lot. It, yes. Now and going forward, right? He's yeah. been a little banged up, right? Harrison Bryant's been getting a little bit more run, but Njoku is definitely a great long-term play, and obviously T. Higgins are worth, worth way more than a first and two okay. thirds. So yeah, that this is
1: who does this like <laughs> in what contenders or I don't know. I'm, <laughs> This is this is why for me I'm an advocate of a trade deadline in a dynasty league. Like I think I think shit should get shut down like as you get to the playoffs to prevent deals like this from happening. You got to make a decision, also, right?
0: And uh, and get roster set, right? And I'm
1: almost I'm almost I'm very very uh like staunch on if you trade future first, you got to pay. Like you got to pay. I'm almost to the point now. You want to trade 25 picks, and you got to pay any pick you trade in the future. Pay. I don't care if it's a sixth yeah. rounder. Pay because this is how you just wreck a team, and then the orphan, the orphan team, nobody wants it. Right? This trade makes no sense, like none. Even if one of one three, let's say it's whatever the best. At, it's not Bijan Robinson, and it's not Jameer Gibbs. If it's bright, your pick of the quarterbacks. If it's Zach Evans, if it's Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnston, I still am not trading David Njoku and T. Higgins for that. No. Hey, come on, man. I think we saw that in, um,
0: in the USFL, USFL League. Someone traded wild, like Bryce dude. Young for T. Higgins, and uh, I would do that in a heartbeat. You it's just don't wild, even have to worry Jay. about what they could be. Absolute, you just
1: get the producing play. Absolute banana land stuff. Oh, let's do it. Didn't we do let's, this one already? Did we do this one? Yeah, I think we're already we're already to where we've done. We've, we've, uh, we've done are, these straight. Okay, ones. That, we need some we need some new ones submitted by the patrons. Some, Scroll oh, to the bottom. Where's Joe at? Where's my girl Joe? Let's see. What would y'all rather have? This is Joe. now I'm, I'm gonna hit Joe with what I hit you with. Your boy Joe. Joe, your boy Brian Robinson, or a 23 second, a 23 fifth, and a 24 fifth, or Brian Robinson. Jay, where you at? Two fifth rounders. I'm taking 23, Brian Robinson. In a 23 do second. You, do, you, do you want the second for Brian Robinson? Or you think Brian Robinson's worth more? I think he's worth a little bit more than that. I want Joe. I, I want Joe. This is her boy. Why give you your boy? We all do the your the the your boy. Joe, who do you want? Okay. There you go. Brian Robinson. B- let's Rob. go. Let's go. Let's go. I want the B Rob side. I don't care. None of um, unless this is IDP or something like that. Uh, we don't care about those fifths. Here's the thing, man. B Rob is just, I mean. He is what he is, man. And as long as Rivera's there, he's just going to be a, a volume-based. Like he's going to get his eighteen to twenty touches. He's probably going to get you know goal line touches. We know what he is, and yeah, Joe, you know we you know we just we know you love Gibby, but um, he's getting the usage, man. It's Brian Robinson. I won't be Rob over those picks. Just wanted to see yeah. where you were at, Jay, with that one. Oh boy. Yeah, we talked about this one. Did we talk about Remember- that? Yeah, because you wanted you wanted Kyle Pitts in the first for
0: Saquon. Right, and I so was we're like, out. We're out. We got some new I think, ones. That just... I think Stone said he drops them in the chat.
1: Okay, so Dalton trying more. to send – we're not reading all this shit. Where's that <laughs> meme at? Where's that Where's that meme that says, uh, I'm not reading any of this, but uh, yeah, good story? We're not reading I'm happy that, or I'm sorry
0: until, that that happened to you. Until this trade says that.
1: accepted, we ain't buying it, Dalton. I love you, but we ain't buying it. All right, rebuild 12-team Superflex PPR – Clyde Edwards E'Laire and Jamar oh, Chase or Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry, Amon Ross St. Brown. Easy I'm trade.
0: taking Jamar Chase.
1: Easy trade. Easy trade. I'm and they're rebuilding. Jamar this is um, you know what, you know what this is? The team, FF Phoenix, that got Derrick Henry and Aaron Rodgers. This is a team that thinks they're a contender. Um, they're probably not a contender, and they're trying to make these little moves to um to like, oh, I'm going to solidify my, my playoff run and I'm going to ship Jamar Chase away and I'm going to acquire Aaron Rodgers, who none of us want to start. Derrick Henry is good. We're not going to shit on Derrick Henry and Amon Ross St. Brown. This is a short-sighted dynasty move, man. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase. Um, I would not have been uh, sending him away for Amon Ross and Derrick Henry. Would not have yeah. done that, Jay. I would not have done that, okay? All right, here goes Rico's. I... Listen, it's something about pulling up trades on MFL. Like, I don't even know how to read this thing. So, oh my I, God. I'm literally like, what? what I'm just going to read the paragraph Zeke, here. Jamison Jameson Williams, and a
0: 24-third for Tony Pollard and Jahan Dodson? Give me Tony Pollard and Jahan Dodson. I, I don't even, I, I'm still, what's the trade? I don't even know what's going on here. Zeke, Jamo, and a 24-third for Tony Pollard and Jahan Dodson. Hmm. I think I want Pollard and Dodson pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you think j that guy and you want J-Mo, but I think I want Pollard and Dodson. Ray, I think the question is, where do you think
1: Tony Pollard is next year? In the backfield with Zeke. <laughs> I think he's in the <laughs> backfield with Zeke next year. Um, yeah, I think I want Pollard and Dodson. Somebody said the best player is J-Mo. That is not true. I don't. I don't agree with that either. I think the best player is Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's and then the best probably player. I'll Zeke Elliott behind him. Tony Pollard's the best player in the deal. They're saying, though, I don't know what J Mo is, and none of us are going to know what he is until next year. Even if he makes a big play here and there from now to the end of the season, like this isn't the real J Mo. The real J Mo we'll see next fall. The real J Mo yeah. we'll see next fall. I think Pollard is the best player in the deal. Um, Jahan Dotson's dope, young rookie. I like J Mo. Zeke, uh, here's my thing with Zeke, man. It's as long as he's playing football, he's going to be a guy that an NFL team, whether it's Dallas, whether it's the Bucs, whether it's the Rams, whomever, they're going to throw back there and he's going to get 10 to 14 touches a game. Like, like, that's just the type of guy he is, right? We know he's not explosive. He's not dynamic. He's going to get goal line work. And as long as he's in the NFL, 10 to 14 carries is his floor, touches is his floor. So I still think he's got some... He's the cat that when you draft in a startup, if you buy in an auction, if you trade for, you just go down with the ship. You know yeah, that you there's nothing him. he can do. Zeke can go out there next year and run for 2,000 yards and people will be like, I still don't fucking want him, right? He's so old. You just have to assume that risk with Zeke. I think he's a fine flex piece, RB3 on a roster that's giving you. Man, did you know that over—and I, I know this because I talked about it on the trade show with Adam last night— over the last five weeks, Zeke has finished as an RB1 three of the last five five games. Three wow, of the last, I mean, young. four of the last five games, Zeke has finished as a top 12 running back or better. Four of the last wow. five.
0: He's scoring, right? Scoring a ton notice. of touchdowns.
1: I didn't know yeah. this. He's PP. I think he's a, a player profiler. He is points per game, I believe, RB21 or RB19. Wow. So he's a, he's a top 24 running back. And he's he's still getting the carries. I like Zeke, man. I think he's a sneaky old guy that you can throw on there and give you some production. But uh yeah, Tony Pollard and Jahan Dotson. Tony Pollard and a uh and a Jahan Dotson. That's that's the side of the trade that I want, Jay. All right, I think that's it. Dalton's receipt. We're not gonna look at that. I see a Foster Moreau trade. Let's just for just for shits and giggles. He said, I got this done, baby. Super flex. Start two tight end, full PPR, half point tight end premium, Foster Moreau. Or Trey McKitty a 23-3rd, 23 23-4th, 23 and 15 of Fab? Uh, Give me the draft picks. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't even... It's such an inconsequential trade, man. Like, What about the bottom one? Hawkinson and Harris and a third or Derrick Henry and Foster Moreau?
0: I guess I would probably take Derrick Henry and Foster Moreau in that case because at least I know Derrick Henry is going to be running back in the NFL for as long as... He can play, right? Damien Harris is probably a free agent after this year. I don't know what the hell he does after that.
1: Two tight end like league, Hawkins, man. Bro. Two tight end, two tight end league. But no premium. Yes, and it's a uh, half a point for the tight end. Two tight end. Mm. That's the premium. Two tight end. Hawk,
0: Hawk is intriguing. He's intriguing. I do like him in that offense. I'm taking Hawk. But it's hard.
1: Hard Hawk to not Harris. take Henry though. Hawk and Harris in the two tight end league. These things are very, very valuable. Those tight ends. All right. Who, Jay, you are going to have my don't, don't, no what ifs, Jay. You're going to have the YouTube comments on fire what? today. Uh, no, with your, with no, no, are going to agree love, with me. With your T they're, Higgins they're, they're, love. They, they know where I'm at with T
0: Higgins. It's been well documented on this show how I feel about him. I think he's a great receiver, but I just don't think he's that dude.
1: And that's Joe, okay. Joe, the answer to this is he doesn't. Like, people got to get over this, man. Like, this whole J Mo is going to overtake. Amon Ra's done it now for an entire season. And what eight games after his rookie year, uh, Jalen back. He's going to be a good addition to that offense. Armon Ross Saint Brown is the one. I mean, we've been saying it. I, I, I'm, w- and I do think from what we're hearing is Detroit is not at this moment inclined to draft a quarterback high in the NFL draft. Jared Goff isn't the problem at all. They have a top ten offense in the NFL right now. Ben Johnson calling plays like like a savant. Right now, Ben Johnson, D- Detroit better do everything in their power to keep Ben Johnson as the offensive coordinator. Goff is back. Amon Ra St. Brown is still Amon Ross St. Brown. Jamo ain't no one. It's Amon Ra. I think we need to—fantasy gamers, st- gamers still want that to happen, right? right? He got the capital. He's gonna. It's not happening. Two, he's going to be a pro bowler, damn near all pro-type level wide receiver this year. Amon Ross St. Brown is the one in Detroit. Like, don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. Like, otherwise. They're going to take Jalen Carter at the top of the draft, and they're not yeah. taking no Will Levis or Bryce Young. Taking Jalen Carter solidify that defensive front. Jalen Carter, Aiden Hutchinson on the line. Detroit ain't taking no quarterback in the top ten of the draft. I do not believe that to be the case. Jared Goff has been more than serviceable, and he's still one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm with you. I, I do not believe J-Mo is the one in that offense. Jay. but Good show. Good trades. Uh, I was supposed to like timestamp this and make notes because people love it. Um, but yeah, appreciate y'all uh stepping up in here. He's Eli Moore, Ray. Stop. How's he Eli Moore? He's done it for he's he's dominated two year a year and a half, and he's Elijah Moore. This we gotta stop living in fantasy land. This isn't and this is. This is not a slight, not a slight on J Mo. J-Mo could very well be a very good receiver. I don't think there's any chance in alley he comes in and overtakes Amon Ra St. Brown. Lock it in, baby. Lock it in. Amon Ra is the one in Detroit. Appreciate y'all tapping in the trade show on Friday. We got the not-so-obvious starts of the week and playoffs, man, with, with teams on by. Noah Lave. Who else is on by, Jay? Uh, Washington, Packers. Chicago, Green
0: Bay, Indianapolis. And you mentioned, what was the other team? yeah a new lot orleans, of teams like six teams new orleans new yeah orleans on new bye.
1: Bye. i mean you lose a lot yeah you know you we're lose. missing
0: we're missing jones right missing dylan if you wanted to play him you're jones, missing jonathan dylan, taylor no you're christian missing watson your mclaurin your dodson you know all those
1: guys no b rob no gibson B-Rob. yeah no a lot of guys So a lot yep. of guys out this week and then you got lamar yep. hurt what do you do with baltimore yep. we got to find some not with this it matters now we can't just be dicking around here man it matters like who we starting this week Try to get you to the next round of those fantasy playoffs. We appreciate you tapping in. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the thumbs up button. Like the content, people. Let us know how crazy Jay Rich is for his T Higgins hate. T Higgins hater number one. But we'll be back on Friday. Y'all have a beautiful Wednesday. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. And join the chat. Join the Discord. Patreon.com forward slash all gas. Get those trades in there so we cannot throw up ones that have been rejected like Dalton's. We love y'all. We'll see y'all on Friday. We out. Peace. gives you that access make sure you subscribe to the newsletter for free 99 content and if you want to get in on that action use the promo code wake up over on prize for a hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars for first-time users and a brand new show dropping on the mojo youtube channel myself and jay rich will be talking about these players and their value from a stock market perspective every single week this fall over on mojo